And greeting Cap fans, and welcome to the Captain America Comic Book Fans Podcast, episode number one. I am your host, Rick Verbanis, and I am joined by my partner, Bob Lucius. Bob, how are you doing today? Good, Rick. How are you doing today? I'm excited. I'm excited to get this rolling. It's something uh, I've been wanting to do for a while, so uh, we're finally here. Me too. Me too. Let's get uh, let's get rolling. Yeah. So we started with the Facebook group. So uh, for those who haven't been to the Facebook group or are aware of it, uh, if you go into Facebook and just do a search for Captain America comic book fans, you'll come across uh, this really cool group um, that we've been had since, uh, I want to say going back to April when uh, the pandemic started. And um, I guess maybe a little bit about the history of the, of the Facebook group first. So I, I I found myself back when the pandemic started with a little bit more time, and I I found myself spending more time in my man cave, uh, surrounding myself with things that brought me joy, you know, a little bit of zen, uh, some peace, namely uh, my comic books and memorabilia, and specifically a lot of Captain America stuff. Apparently, it's uh, how I deal with stress in, in escaping to a simpler time. And uh, really, it's, uh, I guess, the power of nostalgia, right? That's right. That's right, Rick. I mean, I don't think you're alone in that regard. I think there's a lot of us out there that uh, that uh, feel the same way and uh, do the same sorts of things to sort of relax and uh, and recenter. And I think that's why so many folks have uh, have found that their way to that group. Yeah, you know, I, I and I agree. So I and and also beginning of the pandemic, I, I had uh, a little bit more time, extra time. So I, I finally got around to to doing something I've I've wanted to do for a long time, and that was create a a Facebook group where Cap comic book fans could get together and 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 chat about uh, about Cap comic books. I mean, if I'm dealing with the challenging times like this, there there has to be others, right? So, uh, I found there was plenty of Facebook groups dedicated to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the MCU, uh, and Chris Evans. Which um, listen, they're great. Love the the MCU and uh, think Chris Evans is a phenomenal Captain America. Enjoy the movies immensely. Um, and continue to, uh, you know, the, the other uh, series they've got coming out. But when I started this group, I wanted something that was really dedicated to the comic books, um, something where we could talk about, you know, the issues and the creative teams and, and, and fun stuff like that. So I started this group. Like I said, if listeners want to find it, they, could, they can either go to our anchor page, which we have linked, uh, or they can just go to Facebook and search it. And in the beginning, I, I used to recruit every cap fan I found on Facebook in the, in the dozens of groups that I, I belong. So, you know, some comic book uh, buy and sell groups, discussion groups, and the group started growing. We got all kinds of fans like you and I on it, but you know what, you know, it's Bob, what's really cool. We got plenty of creators uh, that joined as well. Right. So we got creators uh, that were, for Captain America series. And then, uh, you know, just other creators who were fans of Captain America. Some of these were some really fun uh, teams, you know, like back in the eighties, it was Mike Zeck and John Beatty and Bob Sharon, you know, they're all part of the group. Mike Perkins from Ed Brubaker's uh, Winter Soldier Run. Tom Morgan from the uh, John Walker Cap Run uh, that Mark Grunewald did. You know what, Bob, We we even have Captain America himself. We have actor Reb Brown from the 1979 Cap movies. 
That's right. And he's, uh, he's not only just a uh, sort of a, a member, he is an active participant. He's on there a lot commenting and, uh, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's really pretty cool. Yeah. You know, it, you know, it's funny is I had a birthday a few months ago and uh, I got a, a birthday greetings from Reb Brown. So, which was so surreal. I mean, if you would have talked to, you know, little Rick back in the, in 1979, when, when, uh, he was doing those made-for-TV movies that one day Captain America be wishing you happy birthday. I would have, I would have never believed it in a million years. But so it's, it's really cool. Right, right. And I, and I got to tell you, I, uh, I, uh, I've learned so much from that group. I mean, not only, I mean, I've gotten a lot of personal uh, satisfaction because uh, it really is a tremendously supportive and uh, just kind of a reaffirming uh, group of guys and gals in that group, but I have learned so much not just about the uh, the comics and the creative teams behind uh, behind Captain America, but you know just some of the other things too, like statues and other collectibles and original art. I mean, these are things that, quite frankly, I never really entered uh, the orbit of my thinking before. But it's really broadened my appreciation for Cap as uh, sort of the American monomyth, you know. Yeah, and not to mention you know, all these different things that are now we're learning about them and are like, well, I never knew I always wanted this. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. It's expensive, but yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. 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 So it was funny. The, the, the group grew. I mean, in less than six months, we got to a thousand members and then six weeks later, guess, guess what happened, Bob? Tell me, Rick, tell me what happened. We got to 2000 members. I mean, it was just gangbusters, right? So I started thinking, how do we take this to the next level? And here we are. It's the Captain America comic book fans podcast. That's kind of the, the origin of, uh, of, of how we got here. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to have, uh, I mean, this podcast is going to have some really great, uh, some great content. Uh, we're going to look at a lot of different story arcs. Some of them are very familiar, like uh, the Bloodstone Hunt. Uh, and some of them may, may not be so familiar to a lot of our listeners. Uh, some of them will uh, maybe come from not the main uh, volumes of Captain America, but some of those one-off series or limited series or, um, you know, some of the standalone books along the way. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of interesting content that we're going to explore. And, and we're going to have some great guests as well. Uh, as you mentioned earlier, we've got a lot of the creative talent that contributed to Cap over the years, but also, you know, some creators out there that uh, maybe they didn't uh, work on Cap books, but, uh, but are big fans nevertheless. And so, uh, there's going to be a lot of uh, interesting things that we're going to explore in the uh, months ahead. Yeah, you know, and also I would add that, you know, we're going to just, you know, have some philosophical discussions about CAP, I think, too, right? I mean, you and I kind of lean that way. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you know, sometimes, sometimes you just have to ask yourself, what would CAP do? Right. And, and, I mean, I know he's a fictional character, but one of the things that, you know, we love about Cap, not, not, you know, yes, he is uh, quite the strategic thinker and a great leader and an excellent fighter and all that. But you know what? He's the moral, he's the moral center of the Marvel Universe. I, you know, I mean, he's the North Star, you know, no, no Alpha Flight reference there, but, but, you know, he's, he's the, the guiding principle, I think, of the Marvel Universe. So why not? You know, why not sometimes just say, well, what, what, what would Cap do in this situation? That's right. That's right. You know, the, uh, the philosopher Mark White uh, talked about uh, Cap being a, uh, an exemplar of uh, virtue ethics. And, uh, and sometimes that can, uh, that can 
that can result in some clear cut uh, decisions in the, in the storylines, but sometimes it, uh, it can create challenges uh, in uh, the real world. And so I think, you know, that's what makes Cap so interesting. Um, even as he's evolved uh, over the last 80 years, uh, he has uh, sort of maintained this uh, central core of, of virtue and morality. And, uh, and that's something I think we're going to enjoy exploring. And I hope the, the listeners enjoy exploring along with us. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a lot of fun. We, we're talking about what's going to be happening in the podcast. And, but, but I guess to the listeners, why listen to Rick and Bob? Why, like what, what's their background? What, what, uh, you know, what brings them to be, you know, cap uh, expert? So I don't know, Bob, tell, tell, tell us a little bit about uh, what got you into cap. You know, what, what's, what's your humble origin story with him? Right. Well, I'll tell you, I'll be the first guy to admit that I am, I am not an expert at Cap. You know, Cap's appeared in, in 10, over 10,000 stories, you know, over 5,000 books and featured Cap in them. So it's, uh, boy, I, I'd be hard pressed to point to anyone who uh, would be an expert in that, uh, that bulk of material. But, uh, you know, both of us, I think, have, uh, have spent our lives sort of looking at Cap as, uh, as sort of, as you said, a moral exemplar and somebody that we could, you know, learn a lot from, even though it's a fictional character. You know, I remember the first time that, uh, that I stumbled across Captain America, and it was, you know, years and years ago. I, I think it was the summer between uh, seventh and eighth grade for me, and I had uh, recently made two, uh, two new friends, Chris and uh, Ron, and uh, they got me involved in all kinds of things that I hadn't uh, really thought of before. You know, initially we were into James Bond, and then they told me about a, a comic book store that had uh, opened uh, in the next town over from where we lived in Massachusetts. And uh, I'd never been to a comic book store. I hadn't even read a comic book. But one afternoon that summer, we decided to uh, ride our bikes uh, down to that uh, comic book store. And uh, they'd been there before I hadn't. Uh, and I just remember walking into that place and just being overwhelmed by, uh, by the covers, you know, all the color and the characters, uh, books on the racks and books in boxes. And, uh, and I was just like dumbfounded. Uh, but I remember very, very clearly uh, looking on the rack and there it was, uh, Captain America 250, Cap for President. And uh, Oh, very nice, John yeah, Byrne. Right, you know, and I, I, I remember picking up that book and I was like, hey, this is pretty cool. And I, you know, at the time I was, uh, I was a really patriotic, idealistic uh, young man. You know, I ended up going off in the Marines and spending almost uh, two and a half decades in the Marine Corps. But at that point, I was, uh, I was, I was like super patriotic. And so this red, white, and blue costume uh, really appealed to me. And uh, so I, I remember I grabbed that and I grabbed uh, some other books. Um, uh, and then I, I flipped through some of the old books in the boxes. And I, I, I saw a copy of Captain America 104 and, I, and I, that cover really appealed to me as well. So I grabbed that. And I, I have both of those cap uh, books to this day. But I went home and I read that book. Um, and man, it hit all the right notes for me. I mean, it was patriotism, it was morality, it was ethics, it was uh, self-sacrifice. It was all the things that uh, like I, you know, in my dreams of, of serving my country someday, they just sort of resonated with me. And, and I stuck with Cap ever, ever since. And, you know, I, I, I'll be honest with you, I am a, I am a collector of Cap. Uh, I am a reader of Cap. I'm a, I'm a thinker about Cap. Um, but I'm not all that interested in just about any other character. I haven't really collected other comic book characters. I haven't really followed other 
kept comic book characters. I mean, it's just, it's been capped for me my whole life. Um, and then when my son was born uh, just about 11 years ago, um, I said, I need to, I need to get back into collecting. And uh, cause I had sort of fallen off the, the, the wagon a bit over the years that I've been traveling around the world for the Marines and I was retired and I, I had a son and I'm going to, I said to myself, I'm going to start collecting again, start reading again, get back into this because this is something I want to share with him. This is a love that I want to pass down uh, to my own son. Because again, I think even though I've evolved over the years in my thinking and my philosophy and, and um, there's no better exemplar of what it means to be a good person and uh, a good man and a good patriot than I think Captain America. And that's something every generation can learn from. Yeah. You know, I, you really bring up a great point there, right? I mean, yeah, we as adults change over the course of our lifetime, right? We mature, we, we have our life experiences, but one of the things that, that, comes coming back to the character of Captain America and Steve Rogers specifically, right? Is that while he has changed with the times, he certainly has over the course of the decades, his moral center hasn't changed, right? That, that part still remains the same. And that's something I think that I find really appealing about the character that, um, you know, no matter what obstacle he faces, he still stays true to, to, to that. Yeah, no, that's absolutely right. And I think that's one of the things that's most interesting about Captain America, right? I mean, we're talking 80 years of history, 80 years of content with uh, different creative teams. Um, and, but we can all sort of uh, take something from Cap. And we see a lot of debate about, you know, whether this was a good action or a bad action and, and uh, you know, whether this was a good story arc or it ad- adequately reflected or accurately reflected uh, Steve Rogers' persona. Um, but that's just, that's a strength, I think, of the character, because uh, as you note, he did, he has evolved over the years, different cultural contexts have brought out different aspects of the Captain America uh, character, uh, whether it's World War II, whether it's, uh, you know, the civil rights movement, whether it's the Vietnam era, whether it's Nixon, whether it's uh, the Patriot Act and the Bush administration, there is a dynamic that continues, but it, 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 it centers on, um, Cap's uh, ethical core and and how he negotiates um, the the current context of where he is and I think that's what's most interesting and and it's not something that you find in a lot of other characters and, and what and it's what makes him continually relevant. Yeah, and Rick, what about I mean you've uh, you're, I mean you've got a huge Cap collection. I mean, I, what 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 era uh, or eras really sing to you? It's a great question. Maybe I'll start with, I guess, my introduction to Cap, right? Yeah. So over the decades, um, so I, I am proud to say that, you know, I, am, uh, I do have a full Captain America collection from, from 100 to now. And then last year, or maybe the year before, I, I finished um, getting the Tales of Suspense uh, 58 through 99. And so... Um, yeah, so uh, I, then I, I think it was a couple of years ago, I got my grail. I got Avengers number four and, uh, you know, a few other important issues like Strange Adventures 114 and Sergeant Fury uh, 13 and a few others. So, so yeah, that, uh, that was my introduction to, to, to Captain America and, and sticking with it. Now, I'm not a completist, completist. Like, I'm not someone who has every single one shot and annual and mini series and variant cover and things like that. And, and, and for those, those cat fans out there, God bless you. 
I, <laughs> I tip my hat. Um, that is amazing. Um, and, and, and I don't have any golden age. So that, that's, I think I, I made a conscious effort, a decision, I should say, um, that, okay, I can go, uh, uh, now that I've completed my, my cap run, I can either start to go to the golden age or, or I can get some original art of some of my favorite comics. Both not exactly the uh, cheap route. So, uh, you know, I, I decided to go with the original art and uh, we could talk about that uh, more on a different episode. But that, that, was, that was my beginning. That's, that's kind of my, my, my cap collection. And then of, of course, you know, like many of us, I've added some memorabilia over the years, you know, uh, a few things in there. And uh, so it's been a lot of fun. You know, it's uh, it's funny when I hear your I hear your story. Uh, it reminds me the other day I was uh, I was in some other Facebook group. I think it might have been one of the Marvel Silver Age groups, and uh, and somebody had written a comment that uh, they'd never been a fan of Cap, and I was like I was dumbfounded. You know, I know maybe I'm biased, and maybe I'm I'm just hanging out uh, with uh, with with a group that uh, that sort of changes uh, affects my perspective. But I was like, how can you not be a fan of Cap? You know, I just, it blew my mind, but, uh, but then again, here we are. Right. Uh, uh, I got, I got, I got to tell you something about that. Right. So, so when we go back to when we were kids, right. So comic books weren't cool. Right. I mean, thank God for the Marvel cinematic universe. Comic yeah. books are cool. The characters are cool, but back then, you know, comics weren't. And so, you know, we were the, the comic nerds, the comic geeks, but you know what? There was a hierarchy within comic nerdom okay <laughs> right and and cap fans were at the bottom of that hierarchy right, right? Yeah. you know the guys that that loved wolverine and the x-men X yeah. you know batman punisher they're like cap oh he's a boy scout he's a goody two-shoe man like you know you know so we were getting kind of mocked by our own our own tribe, if you will, right? Yeah. And uh, so it, it really does my heart good to, to the last decade to, to walk around and see kids, teenagers, adults with the cap shield on their t-shirt, their sweatshirt, right. their hat, you know? And it's like, yeah, cap's cool. You know, it took me a long time to get here, but cap's finally cool. So I, uh, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. And you know, one of the, one of the really cool things that, uh, that we've done in the group is we've had a couple of giveaways, right? And, uh, and as part of those giveaways, uh, we've asked participants to share with us what cap means to them. And, uh, and I am like, I'm just blown away every time we do one of those giveaways because uh, lots of folks usually participate, but it just really, uh, man, it moves me when I see the, what cap has meant to, uh, to people in their lives not only when they were kids, but as they were growing up, as they were dealing with adversity, as they were dealing with loneliness, as they were dealing with, uh, you know, the struggles of their own lives, what, uh, what the character of Cap has meant to them uh, in terms of uh, an exemplar of strength and morality and, and virtue ethics. And uh, so, yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm proud to, uh, to be in that Cap tribe. And I know you are as well. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I love it when you when you do those giveaways, uh, and those are all you. So I, I salute you for that. But the 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 responses that we get, yeah, it, it is. It's uh, it, it's it, it, it's a good feeling. It, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, so we're gonna have a lot of fun. Uh, I think talking with 
with members here in the group, right? So if people want to reach out to us, um, they could do it via the Facebook group, uh, or they could go to our Anchor website, and um, there is a place on there to, to click on and, and leave a, a voice message. And uh, who knows, maybe we'll, we'll play your message here and, and uh, talk about, you know, whatever topics that you want to talk about. So, um, so check that out. Yeah. Hey, speaking of uh, upcoming topics, Rick, what's, uh, what do we got coming up on the next podcast? Well, you know, uh, we're going to finally get into stop talking about us and get into actual comic books, right? So, you know, I was thinking we could talk about Steve Rogers being brought back into the Marvel Universe uh, with Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. Maybe, we'll, we'll, maybe even before we do that, we'll talk about Strange Adventures 114. And, and how that was like the, the pilot, right, to, to get Cap back in the Marvel Universe. And then uh, let's explore Avengers number four. I mean, it's been a while since I've read that and uh, would love to, to, to review that. Yeah. No, I've, uh, I've picked those books up recently. And I got to tell you, some of those, uh, those first appearances uh, from uh, the Silver Age, you know, whether it's the Strange Tales or Sergeant Fury 13, um, and of course, Avengers 4 are, are some of the most stirring covers you know uh i've got uh, two of those you know displayed here in my man cave mm-hmm. uh, just because uh when i look at them um it just sends a thrill up my leg you know and so uh i'm really excited to uh, have the opportunity to, to sort of explore those uh, in a little bit more depth with you and talk about what they meant for uh bringing cap back into the modern world we're also going to have uh, our first guest in the next episode we're going to have uh, jesse simon uh, join us. And if that name kind of sounds familiar, that's because Jesse Simon is the grandson of Joe Simon, who is the co-creator of Captain America with Jack Kirby back uh, in the 1940s. So um, we're going to have Jesse on to talk about his grandfather and maybe share some stories about that time when when uh, Cap uh, was in, in World War II and, and those issues and, and maybe, uh, you know, kind of explore what uh, what it was like to to see Steve brought back and and a little bit of a retcon there and and maybe get some of his feelings on that too. So uh, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. We'll have we'll have Jesse on and uh, at in episode number two. Yeah, that, I'm looking forward to that because uh, you know Jesse's a young guy, but this is a guy that uh, is absolutely in love with his uh, his granddad's legacy and is uh, has really gone above and beyond to try to preserve it and uh, and share the love uh, so that others can come to appreciate everything that uh, that Joe uh, contributed to uh, to the comic world, uh, not just uh, the Cap legacy. So that's going to be a, that's going to be a great show. All right. Well, this was a, a real fun episode. I, I, I think our first episode went really well. Um, I guess you could call this our origin episode or, or our first appearance, whatever comic book term you want to throw out there. Um, and so we look forward to doing more. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review, preferably five star uh, on any of the platforms you listen to. And please subscribe. Uh, we'd love to uh, share Uh, our episodes with you whenever they come out and we'll see you on the captain america comic book fans facebook group and we can kind of continue our conversation there and don't forget you can always go to our anchor page and leave us a message and maybe we'll play it here on the next podcast so bob uh, it's been fun and uh, we'll we'll catch everybody next time all right have a great day everybody Thank you.